Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 191 Patriot Act and The Great Brain Robbery with Fred Stressing. Hi, pals. We're uh, closing in on the end of JLU. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. Yeah, I'm Fred. Hooray! Hey. hey. Fred, uh, the final guest of this entire podcast. I'm back. I'm back, and I'm running this thing into the ground. Oh, well. Yep. Burning it all down. Mm-hmm. Look, if we haven't burned it all down by this point anyway, like, yeah, it just feels like you're help. kicking it ashes. Mm-hmm. No. That's fun, too. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like you've you've now ruined us for all other guests. After sure. Fred, that's it. We can't we can't do any better. We might as well just shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that's the energy I try and bring to podcasts. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but the entire reason you're here is for one single one-liner that we've all been quoting for the last twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Okay. Um, and I'm here. I'm here. I'm here because I remember this was a pretty good episode, yeah. and nobody had taken it yet, and I mm-hmm. went. Oh, yeah, I'll go for that one. Yoink. I remember this one. Yeah, it's a great episode. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather do this than a number of episodes I go, oh, I don't remember that. Like, uh, say, the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. I See, I and I saw in both your notes and obviously in the forthcoming discussion that both of you thought this was a, a bit of a bland episode. I really enjoyed it. But uh, Really? We can get into uh, that. Yeah. All right. But first, Maggie should tell us what happens in Patriot Act. <clears throat> Dateline, World War Two. The scientists of Hitler work day and night to perfect the Super Soldier Serum, a catastrophic chemical concoction that gives permanent strength and power to anyone who uses it. Luckily for Mr. and Mrs. Erotic American, the Sentinel of Surveillance Spy Smasher is there to save the day and murder a castle full of Nazis. We salute you, Spy Smasher. You, you smashed those spies, you. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the present, General Eiling and Amanda Waller discuss the Justice League over dinner. And while Waller has become more trusting since the Project Cadmus arc, Eiling is more certain than ever that the JLA is up to something. To that end, he tracks down the Super Soldier Serum, steals it, and injects it. And look, I don't want to bring up being trans constantly. That's a lie. I love bringing it up. I want to talk about it all the time. (laughs) But it does mean that I know a lot more about injecting weird chemicals into yourself than the average cis on the street. And I know that you should have some damn empty antiseptic wipes. You should keep some paper towels on hand. And also, oh, yeah, don't inject cruel green (laughs) dust into your arm from an ancient iron syringe built by Nazis. Jesus Christ, General, you're going to get an infection. (laughs) But instead of sweet tits and slightly less body hair, Eiling just turns into, well, white guy Hulk. And listen, what if the Hulk was a big white guy is not going to win any show, any awards on Disney+. Plus. Island goes on a rampage to Metropolis to kill Superman, a band famously easy to beat to death. But all he finds is Green Arrow, Stargirl, Stripe, Vigilante, and his boyfriend Shining Knight, also known as We Have We Have Superheroes at Home. <laughs> Island decides to rampage them anyway. Everyone fights a lot. Cribs Avenger and Speedy both arrive to help, and more specifically to make this a weird Seven Soldiers of Victory reference on top of a Newsboy Legion reference, because we only have a few episodes left, so I guess we should just reference every weird DC thing ever. <laughs> Next week, the Creature Commandos. Eventually, Eiling is defeated when he defeat when he beats the JLA up so bad that the crowd feels sorry for them and reenact that scene from Spider-Man where when you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. 
Finally, Eiling retreats to probably not be in this show again because seriously, we've got like four episodes left. <laughs> Wait, so in that one King of the Hill episode where the kid's going uh, uh, dusty old bones full of green dust, is this what yeah. he was talking about? Uh, there's a bit where like after Eiling injects himself, like he throws the syringe to the ground and it just shatters and like a weird gas comes out of it. Yeah. And it's, and it's like... It's- I- don't inject yourself with that. That's dusty old bones full of green dust. <laughs> but it's also got Hulk, it's still got Hulk juice in there, man. You don't don't leave it behind. <laughs> I only want to be half a Hulk. Mm. I think you mean Captain Nazi juice. Yes. Mm. The ca- the Captain Nazi project. I want to talk about that. I don't love saying <laughs> Captain Nazi. It's, yeah, I uh, yeah. <laughs> and I know he's a guy like fucking uh Captain Marvel fought Captain Nazi. He won, right? Uh, which Captain oh, Marvel? Yeah. Uh, w- uh, Billy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, it. I thought it was weird that they did this whole... I, look, I love the World War II bit, very much so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, yeah. And also, Nathan Fillion was Spy Smasher, and it made me realize, oh, in his prime, he would have been a great, like, new Rocketeer. Oh, like, yeah. God, or, oh, I would have loved that. Or any of those sort of swashbuckling, like, mm-hmm. pulp heroes of the 30s and 40s. He would have been a Look, great choice. I, I, I was around in the 2000s. Nathan, Fe- uh, Nathan Fielder. Yeah, Nathan, yeah, Nathan Fielder, Fielder would have been great for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Nathan Fillion was uh, was thought of for everything. Yeah. And I, now, now, I'm, now I'm pitching Nathan Fielder. I'm changing it up. I, I don't want to watch a Nathan Fielder Justice League show. <laughs> the, His stuff I don't know. makes me so uncomfortable. I don't know who that is, and I'm just going to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. No, it was weird that they didn't tie that back to the Vandal Savage thing. Like, yeah. for a brief yeah. time, the Fuhrer was Vandal Savage, and it would have been a nice way to sidestep the direct reference to Nazis and also do a little continuity, but they didn't do that. Yeah, kind of like a Hydra thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's just General Eiling looking through a folder said pro- that says Project Captain Nazi mm-hmm. and just going, well, this seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is what the, I want. The name, the name is terrible. Mm-hmm. The name Captain Nazi is terrible because I'm like, yeah, there were Nazi captains. Mm-hmm. There sure were. There, there weren't Captain Americans. <laughs> there were American captains, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like having a Captain U.S. Army. It's weird. I mean, look, everybody's a captain. That's just one of those stupid superhero things. Yeah, people like yeah, being yeah, captains. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't give yourself a higher rank. For instance, general. <laughs> well, you I'm have to earn it. I'm General mm. America. Mm-hmm. Sir, we're all General Americans. Well, yeah. I'm not, but... I'm a specific American. Yes. <laughs> uh, I did love seeing uh, yep. Waller again. Yep. Yes. I forgot she had one final appearance. I wish she'd hung around more, but... Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of an anticlimactic last appearance for one of the best I, characters on this show. I at least liked her being a sounding board and the voice of reason and saying, mm-hmm. look, I thought the way you did, I was wrong. Would you fucking back off with this, please? Yeah. Settle down, Beavis. We've got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the line, you've got a lot of onions, Amanda, is very good, though. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Al, I, I suggest you one. use that around the house. Mm. <laughs> well, Amanda does, in fact, have a lot of onions. So yeah. It'll come up. Sorry, Fred, you were saying? Oh, I uh, know. I was, I was saying, uh, yeah. And then I was saying... Uh, I can. I mean, I might as well get into my good thing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Now that we're on the Amanda Waller of it, um, mm-hmm. a big fan of J.K. Simmons when he's in stuff. So that's my favorite part of this episode. Oh just yeah, J.K. Simmons running around saying stuff. Uh, he's, I want to. He's, uh, he's a lot of fun. 
I want to point out real quick, he also played one of the Nazis that gets beat up at the beginning and did a very passable pulp German accent. Like, oh, awesome. I didn't like, pick up on I d- that. I don't I think he would. I don't think he would pass for German in Germany, but like to me, mm-hmm. the American viewer, it wasn't like an embarrassing yeah. attempt at a, at a pulp accent. He, it, he did a really good job. It was mm-hmm. great. He's got more than one yeah. voice. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. wouldn't know it. You wouldn't yeah. know it. Like, it's really interesting. J.K. Simmons fascinates me because people think of him primarily as an actor now because mm-hmm. of, you know, Whiplash and Spider-Man, Juno, yeah. all that mm-hmm. stuff. But he used to be a voice actor primarily. Like when this was coming out, that's what he did most of the time. I oh, yeah. did um, not know that he was. Yeah, he in, was. The, uh, he was the yellow M M&M and M for a while. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But he was um, uh, the older. He was the older Ang in uh, Legend of Korra. Yes. Oh wow. Yes, he okay. Was. Yeah, but and he or did the, a real the, like serene sort yeah. of monk voice, which is very different than his usual jk simmons that's probably why you didn't recognize him <laughs> see because when he got cast as a uh, cave johnson i thought that was just like oh they're uh, they got uh, jk simmons the famous actor to play him mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think that's sort of what it's become now but mm-hmm. he, he used to be in a, a lot of stuff like i remember hearing some interview with billy west talking about him like right as he was getting more famous as J. jonah jameson and stuff we're like oh yeah he's been doing voice acting forever Mm. Oh wow! So I don't I don't know his full list of stuff, but uh, it's it's a he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot, doing a lot of different stuff. Mm. Yep, and like I said, got more range than I realized. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, oh yeah. He can be a German guy. He can be a loud guy. <laughs> he can be a candy guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he can be a uh, uh, the an avatar, the last Airbender. He sure can. Yeah, just all those things. And he can be a fake Hulk, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Please Which, tell me I'm not so, the only one that thought of that uh, Venture Brothers. I'm a Hulk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking more about, like, the whole Red Hulk thing later. Yes, there's definitely mm. that in there, too. And also, mm-hmm. like, I just know this guy from, uh, I think he was at the end of the Morrison run on JLA. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it would have been just around this time. He puts his brain in the body of the Shaggy Man, and then he shaved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, why not? Yeah, I had no idea who the Shaggy Man was, so I looked this up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know him. Don't know him. Oh, he's a I mean, very Shaggy Man. As as Maggie well, said, he was yes. As as Maggie said, there's a lot of deep pulls in this. I thought those kids might have been the Newsboy Legion, and I was like, if they mm-hmm. are, that's cool. But it would have yeah. been nice if they were just some kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. It's like sometimes it can just be kids. No, no. Yeah. Here's it, big words and others. Especially since the like the whole point of the episode is regular guys can be heroes too kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like and that's the, kind of my good thing is mm-hmm. it didn't even occur to me that none of the guys who showed up didn't actually have powers like like Courtney's got her staff and yeah. uh her stepdad has his robot suit but like they don't mm-hmm. nobody's got actual powers until yeah. Near the end, when he's like, people with superpowers are, are bad, and they're and the crowd is like, you're the only one here with superpowers. So yeah. Like, oh shit, they got that one right past me. Good job. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. Shining Knight. It's a little bit of a of a reach. He's got a flying horse. Like, yeah, but again, I mean, it's all, all got a something. Yes. But you you take away the thing. They don't mm. have like their bodies are not special necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's. Like they don't have yeah. Superman powers. Him, him, and just like his beat up armor, like fucking going toe to toe with Eiling is a really good scene. 
No, that's that's that yeah. good superhero shit we talk yeah. about. That like I've got no powers. Right. All my guys are down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose, but I still you don't stop. And it's like, yeah. aw, yeah, exactly. He could do good this job. all day. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wish they hit on the powerless superhero thing a little bit earlier, maybe, because mm-hmm. it, it comes so late in the game that it felt almost like, oh, and also this, and you're like, oh, that's okay. That's the justification for everything happening here. Got It'd it. Be real. It'd be real easy to hit too, because you got that scene where the uh, mm-hmm. the crowd's turning on them. Like, oh, these guys are boring. You just have one guy pipe up with, yeah, none of them even have their own powers. No, I kind of yeah. liked it. Like I said, because it got by me, because I didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me until, like, I think it was the lady mm-hmm. said that. Like, uh, there's a there's a, a a tiny old black lady there, uh, CCH Pounder actually doubling up on voices, yep. which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's the one who said it. If not, she said she said some other good stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's like, yeah, no, nobody here's got powers but you. Mm-hmm. And I just like that I didn't notice that. Like you showed up and ruined a perfectly good parade, you dick. Yeah, look, and who <laughs> who likes parades more than army guys? You should be into this shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. But also, it I agree that it was a little contrived because my bad thing. Is the jail you has hundreds of guys, and I I find it very hard to believe these are the only ones that were available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe there were, maybe there were different parades in different cities. Oh yeah, that must be it. Yeah, it's parade day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a um, unity day. They Welcome did back Astro Girl. <laughs> they did do the uh the 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 very quotable scene where um. Uh, Green Arrow's sidekick shows up as like, okay, you guys are already the D list. We got some reserve guys that are kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of the F list. Yeah. Here's here's spe- oh, you did mention Speedy, but uh, there's just a great little exchange with like, I'm not his sidekick, I'm his partner. And uh, Green Arrow goes, Speedy, <laughs> we got to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was fun. Yeah. I also really like Speedy's. Uh, I think this is his first appearance in this show. Yes. Um, but. He basically showed. This is the design they were using for him over on the Teen Titans cartoon at the time. Ah, I never Which, watched that, but I've heard good things. Yeah, it's it's good. Like there doesn't feel like there's any connection other than just like, yeah, maybe these are guys like work out. If you want to get into the Robin of it all, none of it makes sense. But uh, yeah, well, that's yeah. Okay. It's, it's comics. It doesn't yeah. need to. But also, I don't recall this show doing sidekicks at all. Like no. Robin, Robin never showed up, and none of the other heroes have sidekicks. They just haven't yeah. really done any of that. So. Batman pointedly I mean, not telling Nightwing that the <laughs> Justice League is hiring. Mm-hmm. Nope, sorry, just the seven of us. But you got like mm-hmm. 200 guys. No, nope, just the seven of us. Why don't you go play with your Game Boy? Mm. Ooh, uh, I'm 28, games. I'm still in the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're called the Titans now. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Hillbilly's going to be Titans. called Sons of the Soil, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maggie, what was your good thing? Ah, I, Nathan Fillion brings a whole lot to Vigilante, uh, a character I could not give two shits about, like... Cowboy with gun. Cowboy with gun on motorcycle, but, like, the second he shows up, it's like, all right, everybody, let me tell you about all the cool people in the Justice League. This guy's Shining Knight, look at his sword. The the last time he made a major appearance was in that episode with Hawkgirl and yeah. uh, Vixen, where he was a real sexist piece of shit. And we were mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to like Nathan Fillion, uh. but he's being real crummy here. And it feels like they were like, oh, no, no, we need to make him mm. cool. We have a very charismatic performer. Yeah. We need to make... And they I did. Mean, he's doing the crowd yeah. work. Yeah, and he's 
Yeah, it's very- he hasn't entirely changed though. At the beginning, he's talking about how great Clint Eastwood is. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, I, I get that from a guy in a cowboy costume. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like a bunch of old Clint. Like I like his uh, spaghetti Look, westerns. He was talking about Dirty like Harry, Cl- but yeah, yeah, that's true. I like Clint Eastwood westerns. I yeah, like them. exactly. I don't. I don't, I don't like the man. <laughs> I don't want to watch him yell at a chair, but like you know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. this this one, good, the bad, like, the ugly is a good fucking movie. Oh, it's this, incredible! Yeah, this one Let's had that. a yeah. lot of real weird uh, no. pulls. Uh, yeah, I, this episode for me, this is my bad thing. It just feels kind of empty. Mm. Um, and it's like I get we're trying to wrap up some of the Amanda Waller and Eileen plot, but this all seems just really inconsequential overall. Just sort of there. And I mean, the fact that Eileen is using a Nazi science experiment gives you room to talk about some interesting stuff too, like say. You know, the U.S. rehabilitating former Nazi scientists for the space program and, and war technology. Uh, and the episode really isn't interested in that at all. It just wants to have a bunch of superheroes sort of, you know, fighting a mm. big Hulk. Um, the, the Nazi opening uh, with, uh, not Flag Smasher. <laughs> What's his name? Spy, Spy Smasher? Spy Smasher, thank you. Yeah, Spy Smasher. It's too many Smashers. I uh, d- l- listen. If, at least he's not yeah. Captain Smasher. Uh-huh. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Is that a captain anyway. who smashes or a smasher of captains, Al? Couldn't say. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, the opening's just kind of a really cool set dressing. Um, and I'm not even saying the episode needs to be any of that in this show, but there's just room for something. Yeah. And I mean, they, they called the episode the Patriot Act, and, and, and it says nothing about any of that. Yeah. I see. Like, okay. there's room. I, I disagree with you on a couple of levels here. First of all, mm. uh inconsequential you're not wrong but i think after doing the tightly plotted serialized thing last season they're trying to do one-offs so in Mm. terms of like overall impact on the running storyline i think it was a deliberate choice to make this like a a done in one kind of thing i i get that but also like you guys made like one of the best tv arcs of all time like i agree i want more of that please i agree but they were trying to say okay first of all we're not going to try to top that second of all comics can do lots of different things and we're going to do this now third of all we didn't know we were getting this season so we're just kind of pulling this out of our asses it just it 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 feels like rick berman showed up to say that we don't don't do serialized tv anymore yeah it's possible (laughs) but the other thing is i do think it didn't have anything to say about the issues of of sort of bush era bullshit but yeah. It definitely like the way eiling spoke and this is a thing i've always appreciated Mm -hmm. the political like the people in power speak like actual people in power. Like some mm-hmm. of the specific political things he said mm-hmm. are, are just like the kinds of things, the chest thumping flag waving assholes were saying back then, you know, like, Ugh. like, but they write yeah. him in a way that reminded me of like, I grew up in a Navy town. So mm-hmm. most of my friends, dads were military or former military. And this guy reminded me of every dad I grew up around. Like, just all the the little turns of phrase, the little metaphors, the the mm-hmm. shitty things he would say about America's great and like not even in that Trump way, mm-hmm. but in the in the Bush era way of American exceptionalism and uh, overbloated military and all that. Sure, like, it just yeah. There's something about the way he was written that didn't feel like a cartoon villain. It felt like a real guy that I that then turned into a Hulk, and I really mm-hmm. like that. I do. Yeah, that, that's fair. I do really like him still being him when he's the Hulk guy. Yeah, he doesn't get dumb. He's got J.K. Simmons' voice yep. being real snarky. Yep. <laughs> in a Hulk body. Like, the first thing he Which does is, is go, I'm not gonna hurt you, soldier, you're just doing your job. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hulk now Johnson, we're done here. Ruin a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I usually have no patience for the endless fight scenes, really. But I think the point they were trying to make is, you know, regular guys just keep stepping up one after the other and, yeah. and falling down. But that's oh, okay. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I dug it. But Maggie, this is kind of your bad thing, too, no? I just, this really feels like a nothing filler episode as the uh, okay. as the series is winding down. It's just, it's a big fight. It doesn't really matter. I, like, mm. the only thing it has going for it really is they're doing the Seven Soldiers of Victory thing. And, like, who cares? I didn't even catch that because I don't know yeah. what that is. I I had, like, a, like, my brain just sort of fired off when I'm watching. I'm like, these guys all look right together why did they look and then i went mm. and looked at i'm like what was that team green arrow was in was it the lost something or other and i went and looked it up well, i know like, morrison oh, did a whole Sold- thing yeah sorry i know morrison did a whole thing with that yeah yeah but mm-hmm. i'm like oh it's the seven soldiers of victory they're just ma- minus two guys i guess they well clearly they couldn't get the rights to speedy or whatever he was over on titans mm-hmm. and i guess i mean they have crimson uh uh crimson avenger. avenger but uh mm-hmm. oh shit there they are yep <laughs> No, and that is a nice little, like, hey, remember this. Plus, yeah. I think mm-hmm. Morrison's thing would have been happening right around this time. So, like... That sounds it, about right, yeah. It wasn't something from mm-hmm. a long time ago that five people remembered. It was mm-hmm. a fairly current thing. It's like, so. God, seven soldiers... What, Roy Thomas write this fucking thing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I like that they do that. I like that the show keeps mm-hmm. doing that and keeps finding little nooks and crannies to, to bring in. But, I don't know. Like I said, I like this one. And I liked... I, what I really liked was, see, he came there to fight Superman, and... What you expect is Superman's going to show up at the end and kick his ass. Yeah. And Superman mm-hmm. is nowhere to be seen in this episode at any point, and I really like that. I really like mm-hmm. that he goes on and on mm-hmm. and on about Superman, and Superman's just like, yeah. I can't be bothered with this guy. i got to save a whole planet right now. Yeah, Superman is not appearing in this episode. Yeah. I, I, I do love the, the ending of this. Like, I mentioned that this is the, the Spider-Man thing, but, like, it does end with him thoroughly trouts, uh, trousing everyone there, and then mm-hmm. the crowd is just going like, hey, you suck, actually? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Island goes, yeah, you're right. I've become everything I hate. All right, I gotta yeah. go. Well, I wrote that in my notes. It's like, he's become yeah. everything. Oh, fuck, they said it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just the maybe, way you- maybe. Maybe a little too on the nose. I don't know. The way Not. he delivers it is just like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pack it in. That one's no one, on I'm me. I'm out of here. And I, Boy, is you, my face Red Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked about Vigilante doing the crowd work, but uh, something we hadn't really talked about was how good he was with the kids specifically. Like, oh, yeah. And when shit starts going down, he turns that around and says, okay, we were pals, but guess what? You want to mm-hmm. be a hero? Help me out move those people out to safety and like yeah they're like yeah we're on it and by the end they're all pl- pretending to be shining knight and vigilante mm-hmm. instead of superman because mm-hmm. hey that guy's cool and I, I, don't know, I like that yeah i love the one kid who's like, i'm shining knight thee thou the yep <laughs> have at thee no have at thee <laughs> it's very good um i also liked uh eiling says uh this country's going in the toilet mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um uh, Courtney calls him a potty mouth. Yep. Not because he swore, but because he said the I, word toilet. Yep. I I had to really think on that one myself. I was yeah. like, I, did I? For real? I don't know. <laughs> I thought I missed something. That was cute. <laughs> also, fuck, that's General Eiling about to snap a 14-year-old girl's neck like a twig and just yeah. like, well, yeah. so much for you. 
I mean, as 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 J.K. Simmons roles go, that's becoming more and more common. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Yep. Well, I certainly don't want him to teach me the drums. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I just watched that last week. That that shit does not work on me. I would just start crying. What is that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, don't it's, know that one. It's a movie where uh, J.K. Simmons teaches a kid to be good at drums by yelling at him for two hours. Nah. Mm-hmm. Good. It's really good. I like it. Mm. <laughs> it's it's a it's it's a fantastic exploration of art and what people will give up for it and mm-hmm. uh, weird weird relationships. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. But also, I hate being yelled at. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. The movie and being yelled at. Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. No, there's a there's a Paul F. Tompkins bit where he talks about there's one common element to every job he's ever <laughs> yes. had, and it's mm-hmm. not getting yelled at. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your definition of getting yelled at can be very wide. Trust me on this. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I know. It's a thing you and I share in common. Like we react mm-hmm. differently because you you've got more of the anxiety, and I I've got more of the hey fuck you. But mm-hmm. it's still the same. Yeah. I could never tell someone to fuck you. I'm oh, look, I do, look, I'm just saying it in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, we should probably wrap this one up. Any yeah. any other thoughts? Any final? Um, I would have liked to have seen more of the uh, the uh, pulp thing at the beginning. I would have yeah. watched a whole show about like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe that's what this new whatever the Batman show will be. If that ever happens. Mm. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that's happening. It's What's easy this? to forget, yeah, because oh, we don't the, know we don't know anything. Oh, the Bruce Tim guy's doing another. Something? Yeah, the new Netflix Batman or whatever. That Bruce Tim guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean the guys, like his whole team. But oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I I was keeping up with that, and then Kevin Conroy died, and I completely stopped paying attention because I do oh, not care yeah. now. I think it was going to be uh, Diedrich Bader from the beginning. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it was going to be Conroy. Yeah. But, Look, uh, I like Diedrich Vader. One. He's a good Batman yeah. in Brave and the Bold. He's a good Batman in Harley Quinn. But you I, can't just swap him in for Kevin Conroy's no, Batman. I, especially, not. especially if you are using the visuals of the original Batman the animated. Exactly, series. and like, presumably in the same continuity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm sorry. You're just you can't do it. Like that guy's done. No, this is like the. The, the new King of the Hill stuff they're doing when the guy who plays Dale died is like, what the fuck do you do now? You can't stop yeah, exactly. making it, but also it's not yeah. going to be right. Like, I was really looking forward to that, but like, and also he's oh, letting, yeah. like, like three people from that show have died. Yeah, but they, two of them were dead at the beginning, so they just didn't write them. Whereas True. Dale yeah. died when they already wrote some scripts and I think yeah. recorded one or two episodes. Yeah, so what like, do you do? Yeah, that's yeah exactly. I'm sad about that again. And I was sad mm-hmm. about that pretty badly at the time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to something more fun then and talk about the great brain robbery. Yeah, if you would, please. Hey. Oh, yes. All right. Justice League Unlimited, the uh, great brain robbery. Lex Luthor, obsessed with his box of Brainiac, is stumped. He's the world's greatest mind, but he can't seem to get out at that delicious Brainiac goo inside. <laughs> Frustrated, Lex goes to ask his old buddy Gorilla Grodd for help. You know, Grodd, the guy he took over the Legion of Doom from, and also imprisoned in a cell. That... Looks like it was designed specifically to hold Gorilla Grodd. Did Grodd build a cell for himself in his own base? <laughs> anyway, surely Grodd will help Lex. But he doesn't. So Luther decides to find, uh, to dig around inside Grodd's brain. At the same time, in the Watchtower, Dr. Fate decides it'd be fun to rummage around in Flash's mind and get at Grodd's brain too, thanks to the connection made when Grodd mind-controlled him in previous seasons. As both Lex and Flash probe Grodd's mind, 
something goes insane in the membrane, parenthesis, insane in the brain, and Flash and Lex Luthor Freaky Friday like there is no tomorrow. Or in the case of a Freaky Friday, like there is no Saturday. <laughs> yep, that's right. Flash's mind is in Lex's body, and Lex's body is in Flash's. This won't be confusing at all to describe. So let's call Flash Lex Flex and Lex Flash Leash. <laughs> That'll make things clearer, right? You know what? Forget it. Moving on. Um, Lex and Flash wakes up in the watchtower and realizes who he is immediately and starts running around wrecking up the place. Flash and Lex, slowly realizing who he is, starts to fake his way through a heist that Lex was planning to impress the Legion, who are all ready to turn on him at a moment's notice. The Legion are a bunch of star screams, am I right? That one's for you, Al. Thank you. <laughs> Flash Lex manages to pull off the train heist with no complications, until he's discovered to be an imposter when Dr. Polaris asks Lex, What's my real name? Somehow this works, despite the, fa- despite the fact that, dude, you're Dr. Polaris. Nobody knows your real name. <laughs> Sinestro grabs Flash Lex, and they all go through a portal on home. While in the watchtower, Mr. Terrific shuts off the gravity, and Lex Flash speeds himself into a coma by speeding up too fast directly onto the floor. <laughs> Dr. Fate does the switcheroo, and Lex and Flash return back to normal. Meanwhile, the, fl- the villains are beating up Lex, thinking they've got a Justice Leaguer disguised as Luthor. But Lex has a contingency plan and shows their low-rent Magneto, Cerebro, Dr. Polaris, <laughs> that he is Lex goddamn Luthor, by turning a bunch of metal around and pointing it at him. And so ends Justice League Unlimited The Great Brain Robbery, a story in which no brains get robbed. This title is a misrepresentation of the story within. Please contact your senator. <laughs> did, did you take that last bit from the DCAU wiki because... That's the kind of shit they would say. <laughs> yeah, I no didn't. brains get robbed. <laughs> Not a well, single it's true. brain is robbed here. Uh, no, hey, but there is a look. train robbery, which I thought was an, mm-hmm. like an extra fun, sort of mm-hmm. unnecessary, clever twist to it. Oh yeah, no, it was good. I don't actually care about that. No, no, no I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like you were pretending to be an insufferable nerd, and I'm saying mm. we read shit from those guys constantly. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of love, though, that, like, Lex has taken over the Legion. Is like, all right, Grodd's out. I'm in. His yeah. plan's out the window. No one trusts him anymore because no one liked being a gorilla. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how do I get these idiots on my side real quick? I'll have a train robbery. Mm-hmm. Then they'll <laughs> shut up and do whatever I want for a while. Fred, I like yeah. the... I like that you say that no one knows Polaris's real name, but also you remembered to uh, honor his doctorate, which I didn't realize I, he was Doctor Polaris. I thought he was just Polaris. Mm-hmm. That 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 I may have found on the wiki. Ah, okay. <laughs> also, I don't I was know. Like, that, who's this guy? I don't know that uh, Grodd's ever been referred to as Gorilla Grodd. We all call him that because that's yeah. what he's called. But in the mm-hmm. show, they've only ever called him Grodd, which is fucking yeah. weird. That is weird. Yeah. Well, he, c- he comes from like Gorilla another, City. One of those things, it's like, this is kind of this is kind of goofy. Let's not do that. This, this is a brain swap episode. I know. Yes. <clears throat> also, Fred, as someone who has written a brain swap episode, you're right. It's extremely confusing trying to keep track of everybody. Oh, it's well, it's just hard to sum it up without visuals and go, okay, look, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So here's this guy. Maggie's referring to a very good episode of, of our Star Trek show, Endeavor, that she wrote. And, um... Uh, directing the voice actors for that was equally confusing because mm-hmm. Kara mm. as Amanda and Amanda as Kara. Fortunately, we were recording in the mm. same space. Yeah, thank and they, God. They would, one of them would say the line the way they would say it, and then the other one would mimic it, which is apparently mm. the way uh, Clancy Brown and Michael Rosenbaum yes. did this. And this is my good thing. As an appreciator of voice acting, I feel this might have come up once or mm-hmm. twice before. What? I fucking loved 
hearing those two. Like, they were both great at it. And yes. Rosenbaum, apparently, I didn't know this because I didn't watch fucking teen Superman is scared mm. to be Superman for 12 years. Yeah. Show. But um, apparently he played Lex on Smallville. Um, but uh, I, there's a quote in the wiki that uh, Bruce Tim or one of those guys said there wasn't nearly as much Clancy Brown voicing flash until we recorded the episode and was like shit he's really good at this we need mm-hmm. to put more of this in mm-hmm. here oh i mean this is my good thing which is um that the flash and lex Luthor's body steals the show yeah mm-hmm. it's i mean look i know flash hasn't been the most popular character around here and so it's kind of funny to me that i mean this might be his best episode mm-hmm. and it's the one yep. who's not even in his own body uh, we did we did the one last week where we mm. go to his city and we see how he handles all his dumb villains and all yeah, that. that was, and that yeah, that's great. That was that's 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 great. That yeah. one is great. That's true. But this one's real good too. You're right. Yeah, and I mean Clancy Brown is playing it so well. He's just nailing all the deliveries and all mm-hmm. the stuff that feels like it would be more annoying just as Flash is much funnier in the body of Lex. Oh, it mm-hmm. sure is. Yep. Like you know, it, it's it's pretty great. And also seeing him have to try and navigate. An already tenuous control over the Legion. Um, beautiful. Great. Well, there's, the, there's the bit where he slips off to the restroom to use. Mm. Okay, so this is 2005. Yep. Lex has a flip phone just like yeah, every yeah, one of us had in 2005. Yep. Are you kidding? <laughs> you are the world's richest, smartest man with mm-hmm. alien technology at your disposal and all this other shit. And you got the same shitty ass Nokia I had at this time? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. But. Okay. There's so, nothing more durable on the planet than a Nokia cell phone. Durable, yes. <laughs> but and now good I'm as a going cell phone? to play Snake. <laughs> <laughs> but but he slips off to to uh, you know try to call the Justice League since first he pokes himself in the ear and is like, oh right, it's not in there. Ow, which was very good. Um, yeah, that was good. But he tries to call up to the watchtower on his cell phone somehow. Um, but then they catch him in there, and he walks out of the stall, and uh, Polaris is like, aren't you going to wash your hands? And he goes, no, I'm evil. That's so fucking <laughs> yep. good. So good. Oh, so, my God. That was, look, that was choice number two for the quote. Yep. <laughs> I, look, we all know what your quote is, so let's just, yeah. let's just hear that. Let's do it. Lex, you're having a difficult day. Hmm. If nothing else, I can at least learn the Flash's secret identity. I have no idea who this is. Yeah. I mean, there it is. <laughs> it's so good. It's great. That's look, that's one of the classic moments in this show. And it's one granted, it's one of the few I ever hear people talk about when they talk about this show. But it's yeah, that's perfect. Okay. It's, it's classic. Like- and it because, makes the rounds on, on mm, Twitter pretty regular or on Tumblr pretty regularly. Yeah. It's just like, oh, remember this great part? Oh, yeah, this show rules. It's because the show had some of that meta awareness that makes things like Venture Brothers good. Mm-hmm. But they still mm-hmm. took it seriously. But they could also say, wait a minute, just because he could take the mask off doesn't mean like we could make a joke out of this. It's good. I like that. Well, yeah. I kind of like if you read any like old like Superman comics or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always about like I can't let Lois know that I'm actually Clark Kent. Like the super mm-hmm. the 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 secret uh, identity, identity thing is such a big deal. Yep. But like most of these guys, like if yeah, I unless... fucking saw the Flash with that without his hat on, I also would be like, I don't know who the fuck that is, and I probably no, never yeah. will. He's some scientist that works for the cops. He's not yeah. like like Bruce Wayne. Okay, public figure. You might mm-hmm. recognize him. Everyone else, like yeah. 
You, like, okay, arguably mm-hmm. Clark Kent is a pretty prominent person, but he's a print journalist. You don't see his face very much. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I may, you maybe see his face on the back of, like, yeah. a, whatever nonfiction book he wrote or whatever, but, like... Right, or a picture next to his arguably, column or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and arguably Batman you're not supposed to see. Yeah, So right. Yeah. This all makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flawlessly. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Green Arrow's just like, yeah, I'm Green Arrow. Yeah, nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> Is that nobody, Green Arrow? <laughs> nobody has ever cared, and no one will ever care. How could you How could you not recognize the goatee alone? Mm-hmm. You Look, know? As, just... someone, as someone who has tried and failed to grow that goatee, I resent yeah. him monumentally. Did, there's a bit in the uh, the Kevin Smith uh, Green Arrow run that I really love where, like, the girl he's taken in is like, well, you're Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, no, you're Green. You have the same beard. No one in the world has, has that a blonde, beard, pointy Satan Ollie. beard. Yeah. Like, I'm not an uh, idiot. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my good friend Green Arrow. Oh, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my good great friend Green Arrow. Uh, yep. I was talking to Green Arrow last night, and uh, he just wanted me to know that you're doing a bang-up job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're still doing this, huh? <sighs> um, we have the same beard stylist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? So this episode is the first real showing for Mr. Terrific, a guy that's they, basically they brought in to, to replace John as uh, the guy in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like him. Like, his character design is really good. It translates real well from the, from the comics. And also, there's something about his voice that I find very relaxing. Like, I can yeah, talk, listen to this guy talk all day. We talked about him a few weeks ago. This is a new person to the cast. They didn't just say, oh, black guy, let's use Phil Lamar. They yeah. actually got another guy, which is good. But, like, yeah. this is the first time he's actually gotten to do anything for more of the episode. And I'm just like, I would love to see more of this guy. I really like him. I, I like his character. I do not understand his power set. Like, he's got... He's got these spheres with T's on them yep, around him. Spheres. And all I can think of is like, is this why Mr. T ate my balls? <laughs> is that what he's doing with them? He's the guy that saved your balls from Mr. T. What, but seriously, what is like, okay, so he's the smart guy. I get that yeah. much. Like, I get that he's got the administrative skills. But like, what is his power? What are his powers? I have no idea. What are those I spheres? Yeah. Okay. He's like, like, he's got like. In the co- he's like super like he's the best like that a person could be at like athletics. Ah. Right? He's kind of like Captain America, mm-hmm. an Olympic level person. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. But also he has T spheres. Sure, are they and like, I don't know what they do, but they look good. Are they like the Marvel Gold Balls character? Is that what it's like? No, because he can <laughs> make gold balls. Does anyone know who? Okay, I yeah, I didn't know if I didn't know if Mr. Terrific could. Gold balls it went from being a thing uh, Brian Michael Bendis found hysterical uh-huh. to like an actually really important character in the current X Men stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's, true. that's always the challenge for a writer coming in is like let me take this joke character and actually make them mm-hmm. cool. That's what yeah. this show has done over and over and over again. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I do enjoy him, and I did because at first I don't remember if it was this episode or the other one. It doesn't matter. People are like, I, you're not as good as Jean. I don't want to do what you say. And he's like, shut up. I'm in charge. And then it turns yeah. out he, he does know what the fuck he's doing. So shut up. It's like, you guys hired me. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah. Oh, it was Green Arrow in the previous episode. Mm. And it, it came off vaguely racist. It's like, I, I don't I don't want to follow you. He's like, well, you had no problem listening to the other guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. 
Ollie, you better you better back off, dude. Listen, you can't be mad at me. I'm an old lefty, and uh, uh huh. I don't uh, how, see color. Uh huh. How many right. billions of dollars do you have, old lefty? How much of that are you giving to you know people who need it? Oh no. Yeah. It's a nice Robin Hood themed thing. Are you actually giving to the poor? Mm hmm. Did he help? Did he help build any of the Watchtower? No. I no. As far yeah, as I know, I was going to say, isn't that on Bruce? No, we know this because yeah. because we had an episode where he was recruited to the fully built watchtower. Yes. He was not aware of it until then. Oh, that's right. That's right. So it all happened without him. Yeah. It's like we don't need well. all of our queen's money. We've got Bruce Wayne has Wayne has more money than God, and then when he spends all of it, he still has more money than God. Also, Look, it's just cheaper, just cheaper to strap you know boxing gloves to things. Just do that. It's mm-hmm. how it, it's, it's strap boxing gloves to things. Is his don't eat avocado toast. That's his recommendation. <laughs> Thanks, G. Dear Green Arrow, how do you shoot arrows with boxing gloves? On? Uh, Fred, what was your bad thing? Uh, okay, there's not an easy way to talk about this one. But I do not like Flash in Lex's body having implied sex with Tala. Well, well, I don't like that. It's, it's pretty I, gross. Saying it's implied, like you're you're technically correct, but it is. I am so, technically correct. The best it, kind, of kind of correct. correct yeah. Oh, now you're being that guy again. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm just Futurama. Oh, I know. I know no. you are insufferable nerds. No, mm-hmm. they're being as overt as this show gets. Yes, they are. She takes her in. Or, uh, she takes him into a, a room yeah. and says, "I don't remember what the actual line is. Something like let's let's talk strategy and oh, and let's let's you know door. something. Well, let's get some rest." And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, hey, "That's not restful. that isn't restful." And you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's what we're doing here." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it was. And then the next scene, she's saying like, "Oh, you are so attentive," and like, mm-hmm. I, which is actually my bad thing. I have an yeah. extremely hard time believing Flash is good in bed. Oh but, yeah, uh, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take away from the seriousness of your discussion, Fred, because, yeah, it is a oh, little oh. gross. Oh, no. That, I mean, we can go into the other discussion just fine. It's just the thing I go, that's gross. And yeah, I, it, I don't it's, love it's it. like, They try and make it okay at the end when Luther comes back and she's like, is it really you? He's like, yeah, it's me. And she goes, huh? And you're like, uh, <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, it's really me. Fuck off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, look, we're not the best people to be talking about this, but mm. no. she is kind of a star fucker. She was with Grodd and then Lex mm-hmm. is in charge and she's with him. And I feel like if Polaris's laughable fucking coup at the end had, had actually managed to, to uh, get pulled off, she'd be with him. Yeah. She just drifts to whoever's in charge. Yeah. So I feel like she's a very sexually fluid being. Mm hmm. That's that doesn't make this okay. It's still real iffy, and unfortunately, it is in character for the Flash that we've seen for every other episode of this oh, show yeah. before he got cool. Yeah, hundred percent. You know? Yep. No, it's it's gross. Also, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, Flash wouldn't know a female orgasm if it ran up and punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> the waterus? I I need to look this up. Uh, uh. Maggie. What was your bad thing? Uh, This just was weird to me. Lex sure is good at being the fastest guy on the planet right out of the gate. Um, I love later in the episode where he's just running around terrorizing the satellite because the idea of, like, the idea of him, like, in the Flash's body 
he can't escape, so all he can do then is do as much damage as possible, and it's all real petty. <laughs> Let me knock yeah. over your lunch shit, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. No, I, lo- I love that. But, like, he, the first thing he does is just like, oh, I'm really fast all of a sudden. Woof! Yeah. And yeah. I, just, I, I just feel like finding yourself in the body of the fastest guy ever would be really hard at first. See, I disagree. I, what I liked was we saw so many things, like so many good animations and, and mm-hmm. clever uses of the power that mm. we'd never seen because Wally's so stupid. Oh, yeah. Lex well, yeah. is like, yeah, but what if I did this? What if I vibrated mm. my arms like this? What if I? And it's like, oh. Like, Wally's I mean, only trick yeah. is run fast, and yeah. Lex showed us ten different cool things he could have been doing all this time, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, they do say also, though, they're like, oh, Wally wouldn't, because, you know, it's, if he would vibrate his hand to... He, he puts his fingers to a guy's head, and it's like, hey, yeah. I'm going to vibrate this man's head off. Yeah, I'm going well, to that destroy was extremely it. cool. And but you're like, definitely... oh, and it's like, well, Wally wouldn't do that. But yeah. No, but... They've definitely been faced with like a door they can't open yeah. that he could have done that trick on or something. Oh, yeah. A bomb, oh, a yeah. bomb they can't disarm. Like there's plenty mm-hmm. of yeah. ways to use that. What if I ran in a circle around it, Wally? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I. I. I'll give you that. Maybe Lex, even Lex, as smart as he was, maybe got there a little too fast. But like, they did do some real cool stuff that we've never oh, seen they, before. Th- yeah. The rest of it's real good. Like I, I love him being like. Suddenly ha- being a threat with powers, you know? Yeah. Yep. I mean, this this kind of comes down to, what do you do in an episode that's 20 minutes long? I, that's yeah. fair. And I mean, yep. that's an issue always, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I, and the best trick I've ever seen for that is that you imply that some time has passed and he's figured it out. You mm-hmm. don't have to pass time on the screen, but you can say, look, he's had the powers for six hours and now he knows what he's doing or whatever, you know? Now, yeah, on the yeah. other hand... Uh, I love Flash in Lex's body for the first five seconds because <laughs> the first thing he yeah. does is realize he's surrounded by guys and just <laughs> runs for the door. And like seconds later, he's like, oh, oh, my yeah. God. Right. I what thought the they could have done more with that. I thought they could have yeah. done more with him being so used to his powers and not having them yeah. and that being kind of a, yeah. you know, but they didn't really do much with that. Are normal people not this hungry? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. I'm getting so yeah, much yeah. done today. <laughs> Lex comes back and he's put on like like a hundred pounds. Like, what yeah. did you do to me? We were only swapped for a week. <laughs> Look, I need fifty thousand calories a day or I die. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Which brings me to there is that part when Lex as Flash is in the cafeteria throwing shit around, just going mm-hmm. crazy, just throwing throwing food at the Justice League. Which uh, yep. Oh, okay. Um, and but cutlery. It, and cutlery. It does have the really good payoff of the, I, I think it's a bowl of pineapple going through, <laughs> the yellow yeah. pineapple going through uh, Green Lantern's shield, which... That's fucking I, fantastic. I don't think they've ever established in the show he's nope. susceptible to yellow in this. So they it's haven't. like a... It's a one-time deal, but it's pretty it's funny. It's just a nice little... Vi- it's a nice little visual wink. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Lex Flash comes back, eats a bunch of food, zips off. Nice yep. button on the scene. Also, Just imagine whoosh. being nom, nom, the, nom. <laughs> imagine being like the C-list uh, Justice Leaguer who's like, I'm out of commission because uh, Flash threw a fork at me. Yep. <laughs> Never uh, live it down. I mean, it was, that, it was that, that shot of the hallway of all the people whose ass he's kicked. Yep. <clears throat> Just a um, pile of dudes. So uh, back to the voice acting real quick. We're talking about the, the lesser guys. Um. Red robot guy. What the fuck is his name? Red tornado. Red tornado. Thank you. 
Sorry. That's what I thought, but why is the robot a tornado? That doesn't make sense to me. But it anyway. makes a tornado. Ah, of course. Um, for a brief he also moment, likes to spin around. Uh, well, okay. We already got yeah. one spinner flash. Could you learn a new <laughs> trick? Um, I briefly thought his voice was James Urbaniak. Mm. Because he's got a bit of like, he's got the robot oh, yeah. treatment on his voice. Now I'm like, the walking eye. I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> walking eye. Um, but it's actually Powers Booth, the guy who does Gorilla oh. Grodd. Speaking mm. of um, sort of uh, versatile voice actors, yeah. I didn't recognize him. He was doing a silly voice, but it's like, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hit Ren Tornado and Flash having a, uh, a Tasmanian devil off in the hallway. Yep. <laughs> Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. This needs more spinning. You yeah. haven't spun enough. One of them's going I mean, clockwise, well, and one of them's going <laughs> the other. It's <laughs> well, it's well established that spinning is a good trick. Yep, uh, that is we true. And uh, pod racing is wizard. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Very wizard. It says so mm-hmm. right here in the DC wiki for some reason. <laughs> mm, weird. Podcasting also wizard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another very brief appearance by Sinestro, where I'm like. Why haven't we seen this guy more? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We watched a bunch of shitty movies with him. I'm glad we haven't yeah, seen this guy. Yeah, we don't need more Sinestro. This is I was I was going to say on the subject of voice acting and uh, Sinestro. Don't mm-hmm. love the voice. Don't love the voice. No. It's, uh, there's something about is, it. Yeah. That is the guy who played Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Ah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Um uh, Yep. I don't have much to add to that other than he's wrong for Sinestro. Would you fuck yeah. me, Hal? All right, <laughs> fuck me. Goodbye, horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I had a quick question that you might know. Yeah. Mm. Who is there's a little creepy guy with a monocle and <laughs> top hat who's sitting oh, by the toy this man? Is bugging me too. Yeah. Okay. Who the hell I was is just that? looking at. So I think, and I don't know this, but we are deep into the uh, bat embargo. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was supposed to be Mr. Scarface, but mm. no, because he's there too. No, he's not. Oh no, no, I'm thinking no, of uh, uh, Toy Man, Toy Man. Yeah. who has yeah. who has a who has a ventriloquist dummy look. I, I get yes. why you thought yeah. that. Um, no, I just had the DC Wiki up. I'm I'm bringing it up again because uh, there is a guy called the Dummy. Oh, huh. Who I am ninety percent sure. I'm just gonna click. Yep, that's him. That's gotta that be. That makes him. sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, he only appeared in... Oh, no, he was also in Dead Reckoning, which we just did mm-hmm. last week, I think? Very, very recently. Yeah. He's just to the, fill b- out the... the t- Dead Man one, yeah. Yeah, he's just to fill out the table at the Legion of Doom. He does yeah. nothing. Just creepy-looking little guy, and I, I mm-hmm. clocked him, and I went, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I think I've seen that before. It's always weird when I don't know the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I imagine they just combed through issues of Who's Who, and was like, oh, that guy would look good sitting mm-hmm. at the table. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does get a does get a weird shot in the foreground though as uh, Flash yeah, looks like off. they put him right up front. Yeah, there yeah, is. That. So I don't think she ever speaks in this show, but uh, Ice of Fire and Ice mm-hmm. uh, get like has one moment in a fight sequence where she gets a close up, and it's like the best I've ever seen her look. And like, yeah, it maybe want to see more of her, but at least she got that. At least she got like a nice like if I did a screen cap of that, it's a nice high res image of this mm-hmm. great character, you know. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I mean, I, I want. Oh, you go first, Maggie. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I. I'm surprised that the uh, the comedy in this worked as well as it did for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm so used to shows like this doing this, and it goes, eh, it's not really. 
working, but it, well, it really Ma functions. Ma Maggie and I have a shorthand for this, which is what's next. Are you going to turn him into a puppet? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's that the gimmick episode that just feels a little too pandery, and it could have mm -hmm. been that, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it was... It was one of those where I'm like, oh, that could push so easily into that. But no, yeah. but it doesn't. No, and you know why? I'm going to say this for the hundred thousandth time. Written by know. Dwayne McDuffie. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. What <laughs> does that guy ever do it? That yep. guy knows all the tropes and he knows, one, how to hang a lantern on them when it's funny. And two, how to make like subvert your expectations. Yep. So, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you were going to say, Maggie? Oh, yeah, I just wanted to read this from the DC Wiki. Um, I, I I have one, too. Please go first. Okay. So I, I took this directly from the DC Wiki. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Though not confirmed within the DC animated universe, in the comics, Lex Luthor was a natural redhead until he lost his hair. As Wally, Lex has red hair and his only hairful experience in the DCAU. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just want to take another run at that. His only hairful experience. That's mm -hmm. incredible. <laughs> yep. Agree. Hairful experience. Mm hmm I was saying, it, that feels like someone wrote a really dry entry, and then someone like you or me came in and was like, I could punch this up a little. Yeah. What if, what if you yeah, said yes. hairful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mine from the DC Wiki. So there's a bit, this, this genuinely made me laugh in the episode. Um, Flash really thinks he's passing his Lex, and <laughs> when he's sitting at the table... Bizarro oh, yes. of all people figures it out immediately. Bizarro, the the just complete idiot, mm -hmm. is like, "Am you Bizarro, mommy?" Which <laughs> was fucking great. Uh, and the DC Wiki helpfully says, though obviously not his mommy, Lex was responsible for Bizarro's <laughs> creation, and well, explains more. But oh the, my god, the obviously is very funny. Though obviously not his mommy, I, but yes. I do like that they stuck with mommy, not mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also, we all know this, Lex isn't actually Bizarro's mommy, but mm -hmm. there's Lex there's a mommy. really really good bit at, when he's at the table talking to the Legion, where of of just like little animation humor, where he's talking and he goes ignore ignore my rules at your peril, and he points and he does a silent quiet point to the other side of the table, and it's just a really nice tiny moment, just like just like this like I don't know, it's timed really well. It's fun. Flash is all, all the dialogue in that bit is him. Like he doesn't know what villains actually sound like. What he's oh, yeah. doing is mimicking sort of Saturday morning villains. And I think yeah. the yes. animation was following that, that whole mm. thing by animating, like giving him those melodramatic flourishes, like, like villains on super friends or something might do. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just love the, the, the quiet turn, like where he's like, maybe, Oh, I also need to point at this side of the table. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just it's like all right, no, it's Wally, a, it's you know a what, great character. You know what bit. these guys are like. Yep. <laughs> Let's stop. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. I liked uh, I like Grodd's Charlton Heston shout out. That was kind of cute. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, we're getting a uh, <laughs> Heston and a uh, Eastwood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not gonna both out this week. <laughs> uh, really, Grodd's not making a joke. He's just a big fan of uh, the mm -hmm. of uh, uh, oh god, what the hell? Soylent Green. <laughs> yeah, Soylent Green. There you go. Piss mm. that one down my leg. Yeah. Maggie, quickly. What's a movie, what's a Charlton Heston movie that doesn't have that's not about that Planet isn't of the Planet Apes. of the Apes? Uh, Shit. Uh, uh, yeah, Planet exactly. Two. Uh, Wayne's World Two. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. 
Interesting. Uh, my uh, kids love Justice League moment for this one is international finance. Kids love unifying currencies in Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, it also made me realize this is around when Europe was switching all, all the currencies to the euro. And like this was 20 years ago. Jesus Christ. Yep. It feels like something that happened yesterday. My God. We're so old. Yeah. 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 All right. Anything else? I think that's everything. Yeah, I, I really like this episode. Yeah, that yeah, was fun. I like them one. both, but uh, you know. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I suppose that's all for this time. Uh, Fred, yeah. I assume you have things to plug because if you don't, I can plug them for you. You have a lot of things to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, you do it. I'm better. Uh, no, let me see. <laughs> um, I've got uh, so I've got a lot of things to plug right now. Um, we're wrapping up the. I've been working the past year on a Rick and Morty miniseries called Rick and Morty Me Seeks P.I., which yes, is about... I still need to read that. Oh, it's... I'll, you know what? I can send you a copy. Um, oh my god, that would be amazing. I, I don't The rest I don't of you should any, buy it. I don't ha- yes. Yeah. I'll talk after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So, I'm working on this book. It's about a... It's about uh, Jerry from Rick and Morty has lost the interdimensional cable remote, so he enlists the help of a Me Seeks box that is a detective Me Seeks box to go and find it. Um, so it's three issues of weird noir comedy, uh, of them traveling the universe to find something of no consequence and getting embroiled in interdimensional conspiracy. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> and please check it out. When you started working on this, yes. what a better part of a year ago, I would say, uh, it was a while ago. You, re- you, you reached out to me as one of your friends who watches a lot of old movies and was like, Hey. I'm doing research for this. I, I, what are some good like noirs for me to, to sort of steep myself in? And yeah. I just want to point this out, not because, uh, oh, it's, uh, I watch a lot of old movies. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> I, what, I, what I'm saying is you really like threw yourself into this. Like you did a ton of like, like I've been watching research a lot. and like, That's yeah. That's awesome. It, and I've I feel been like watching that- a lot. It's interesting because I didn't, it was more of a thing. I just sort of went in and I'm like, I'm going to take some of the tone more than any of the specific yeah. beats or anything. And then you get sucked in by how good yeah. it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, it's it's mm-hmm. it's great. It's great stuff. And I'm yep. still watching more. I'm just still going through it. I mean, it's I've liked that genre forever, but mm-hmm. I haven't now seen you have an excuse. all of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so it's yep. been really fun to work on. Um, issue three is either out by the time this podcast is out or it will be out. I think mm-hmm. either the this week or the next. So check your local comic shop. Um, and I, I'm not sure if you said this, but you uh, wrote this. Correct? Oh, yes. Yeah, I wrote and mm-hmm. um, uh, drew this one. Yeah. And uh, colors you. from uh, my wife, Meg Casey. So hell yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we got a whole we got a whole Nepo team here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's really good. Um, and then I also have Invader Zim comics. You can find them online, uh, comic shops, wherever those are available. I've done some art on those. I've done a lot of colors on those. And um, I also want to plug the Rick and Morty Space Shake Saga Volume 1, which just came out. And I drew three issues in this uh, uh, six-issue collection. There's going to be a part two coming out this summer, I think. And it's the mm-hmm. collection of the relaunch of Rick and Morty, uh, the ongoing series from Oni. So a lot of fun oh. stuff. Yeah, it's been That's a cool. lot of things. <laughs> And I, uh, I I always keep an eye open for your name. Like I work at a bookstore for people yeah. who don't know, and I always when we get uh, any of the stuff I know you've worked on, I always keep an eye open for your name. Oh, that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I use an app to to track like what books are on my pull list, and yeah. uh, I saw Fred's name on something, and I clicked on it, and it's like, here's all of Fred C. Stressing's credits, which are extensive. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, man. I've done, I've done a bit. I've done a bit. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very yeah. tired. <laughs> it's just like I, I mean, I know this intellectually, but seeing you just like listed like. You know, oh, yeah. like the same way they might list John Romita Jr. or something. Yeah, it's just like, it's, Jesus it's, Christ. That's I crazy. will say, it's very surreal. It's a weird yeah. feeling. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> um, one other project I don't think I've mentioned. Um, yes. So around the time Justice League was airing, actually, uh, around 2004, um, my good great friend Mark Darren uh, and I collaborated on what was then a Flash adventure game, point-and-click adventure game called uh, Brain Hotel. Uh, and, uh, it did surprisingly well. It got something like a million, uh, downloads, which still boggles my mind. Um, mm. we got write-ups in like the New York times. Like yeah, I've seen a few of it, those. It was a, it was a good time for flash games. We were partially right place, right time, but also, yeah. you know, we got some attention because Mark does a good thing and I, mm. I became yeah. a good writer. I don't think I was one yet then, but, uh, um, but anyway, we have, uh, Mark has decided to update and revise all his, uh, old catalog and make it available to modern, uh, uh audiences. So he has, uh, completely revamped it, um, with, you know, working side by side with me to, uh, bring it to like steam and everything. And, and he kickstarted it and it's going to be available within the next month or so. Fred mm-hmm. has done, uh, a bunch of, uh, artwork for it. Yes. So, uh, you'll be able and to I'm see wrapping touch. Some up right now. So like a lot of a lot of the art in the original thing was me fumbling with 3D modeling and saying, well, I'm more of a writer, but let me see what I can do. I'd never had access to a, a, an artist. So actually having a fucking professional artist doing this shit is real exciting for me. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So I, and the let, fact that he's my ju- friend makes it even better. <laughs> oh, thanks. Let me, let me just clarify super briefly um, for people <laughs> listening, because I know I have some friends who are going to be like, huh? When we say flash game, we're talking macromedia flash. Because we oh, were God. just talking yeah. the Flash and his brain, and we're going, you know, the Flash game brain hotel. Ah, uh, it's a fair point. So that's a fair point. I just want to go. Hey, it's a remake of an yeah. old Flash adventure game. You, you can't used to play anymore. Play. Yes. Yeah, you can't play it because that that plugin has long since been disabled on everything. Yeah, it's the yeah. same reason you can't. You couldn't watch Strong Bad cartoons for a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, well, no, it's it's great more. to work on. It's really fun. I played it. I played it when you first released it. I remember and uh, loved it. So I'm very excited to be a small oh, wow. part of it. It was a singularly surreal experience to be rewriting myself from 20 years before <laughs> because I hated everything, but also yeah. I couldn't change much. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did manage to, to slip some jokes in there. An actual woman is now in the game, which did not happen before. So there's, nice. there's some, some good yeah. things. Yeah. Well, Al, yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to hear from a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I told you when you came out to me. <laughs> Fucking funny. <laughs> All right. So uh, our website is ever kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, time is running out. We're going to yep. shutting everything up here in a couple what of weeks. We got two episodes lo- of the show left. Four Three, episodes I think. Of- Something like yeah, not yeah. much. Uh, no. But it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Uh, once we're finished with this show, we are going back to the post atomic horror and resuming our Star Trek thing. So yep. please follow us we're over there. Back, Paul's, pa- pal. Yeah. What do we call you guys? Uh, I don't know. Uh, friend, friends. <laughs> Yeah. Friend listener. All right. Uh, Yeah. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.